the adult beverages are poured, the kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old. Yeah, so let's just uh, start right off the bat. Jeff, how dare you? <laughs> how how dare you go on to another podcast? I, Unbelievable. I can't believe it happened. Yeah. No, I, I'm just a little bit less jealous because I'm just following in your footsteps, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, when I go on a podcast, that's one thing. But two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We're building a family here right. of new death. Okay. All kidding aside... Uh, Jeff had the opportunity to be on Story Mode Podcast, Jeff. That was awesome. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. Hung out with Blue and Ryan at uh, Story Mode PC Podcast. Um, it was a good time. They, they went over a lot of stuff that kind of applied to our show. And we, you know, went over our, our own experiences and, and stuff. And it, it's a really good show. Again, if you catch this week, I'm on, like Trevor mentioned. And then last episode, Trevor was on. So you get the best of both worlds. You yeah. subscribe to both, you get both. If you ever wondered, like, what's Trevor like without Jeff? And what's Jeff like without Trevor? Right? But I'd like to see it as peanut butter and chocolate where it's <laughs> pretty good on their own, <laughs> but better to get. That's right. I like it. <laughs> that was the last time they ever recorded a podcast <laughs> yeah, <this> episode. <laughs> yeah. Check them out, Story Mode Podcast. Wonderful show. And we are incredibly grateful that we had the opportunity. And it was a ton of fun. I listened to the episode already. It launched. By the time you're listening to this, yeah, I can vouch for it. That was a great episode. Listened uh, straight through. Nice. So, so cheers and thank you. Now, the <laughs> bit of an interesting story that happened, and I think it was mostly about pers- perspective, whereas a dad, you think you're doing something kind of cute and interesting, uh-huh. but then you finally put yourself in someone else's vantage point, and it's somebody might call the cops on you. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so... <laughs> So every day I drive my youngest to daycare and, you know, pull up, grab his backpack, everything else. What he loves to do, like it's a fun, cute, charming little thing he does, is I'll park, I'll unbuckle him, and then I'll come around to let him out or like and we'll go up to daycare. Yeah. And for him, it's like, oh, let's play this game. Tee hee hee. I'm going to run away from daddy uh-huh. and I'm going to like, I'm going to jump into the back into the trunk. Okay. Classic dad. I open the door. Where is he? <laughs> Where did he go? All the other parents oh. in the parking lot. Are, what is this guy doing? Like so that, and then I open up the trunk, and there he is. Like ah, and then he he jumps out of the trunk, and okay, haha, great, perfect day. Now for me, I adore it. Like he's laughing his head off. This is a great fun thing we do every day. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought for a second, from the perspective of the, of the people in the daycare, what they see <laughs> is me roll up every day. Open my trunk and get my kid out of the trunk yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to let him into daycare. <laughs> get out. And, Time to and go. And so it's like, like, I swear, like, I, I just had that morbid thought that one day. I'm like, oh, God, if they don't connect the dots, what they think is I just shove my, throw my kid in the back of my car into the trunk. Yeah. And then drive to school, well, like, haphazardly. <laughs> just like let them out when it comes time. I, I think I think it would be better that they see it though than just hear it from your child in daycare. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I go in the because best part is he he also says like I'm running. Damn, that's even worse, Jeff. Because he says, "Haha, I'm running away from daddy." Oh, no, oh no. So that part. So his story would be I run away from my dad yeah. into the trunk and then he lets me out. Right, which is so much worse every morning. Right. I think for as a matter of showmanship, I'm going to have to get out of the car, 
go to his side before I unbuckle him. Like, open the door and show show daycare. You see? Yeah. You see? He's safely right? safely in his car seat. And then proceed to do the whole song and dance. Yeah. I don't know. I, that's, uh, that's, that's brave of you. And brave of you because if your wife ever drops off your child in the morning and not used to the routine, it's yeah. going to be supremely frustrating for her. <laughs> there was another one, uh, totally unrelated, but it... We were gifted, uh, this is not necessarily something I would buy, but we were very kindly gifted a uh, power wheel. Okay, yeah. Uh, you know, so the, the tiny motorized versions of, it was a Jeep, like so a tiny battery-powered Jeep for kids. Yeah. Right, you've probably seen them. That's awesome. The, yeah. <laughs> or in my I world, there's always like, that's the rich kid's toy. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then if I ever got to touch one, it was always out of batteries. But to my one kid is staying at home for homeschooling because of the pandemic. My daycare kid goes to daycare. Isn't it going to be so great if we drive this thing to school and pick up your brother? Ah, okay. Right? Yeah. So your dad gears are turning. You're like, this is amazing. Yeah. I'm a great dad. (laughs) (laughs) Look at me. This kid's going to love it. First thing is, as we're driving, we get about halfway. And I'm like, if this thing dies, like it's going to be a huge push. For like 20 minutes in the sun. Yeah. Damn. Secondly, though, is that we pull up and I, I guess I didn't, in some ways I didn't think it through, but it just became the greatest thing these kids had ever seen where like 15 kids just like slam onto the fence. Oh, I want to ride. Oh, it's Sam's Jeep. Oh, can I go for a ride? Can I do it? I just caused pandemonium. Right. Right. I wasn't thinking it through like, oh, I'm going to bring this big shiny toy truck that kids love. And just parade it in front of a bunch of jailed kids. Yeah. Like, what could go wrong? But you did. (laughs) And I did. And I'm apologizing to the teachers. I'm like, I am sorry. I didn't think this would cause such a commotion. I kind of thought you'd be inside. When you you apologize, though, did you at least get in the vehicle and slowly drive away and be like, I'm sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. (laughs) Meep, meep. Oh, but and he honked, man. He rolled. My older son, loving the attention, rolls up and starts honking the horn. <laughs> just at all these other kids, <laughs> as if it's not obnoxious enough that I've done this. I, Ned, can you relate to either of those two stories around? This is fun and harmless. Oh God, what will other parents think? Or I think this will be a great idea, and <laughs> only to realize too late, like wow, that was not well thought out. Well. Kind of. It's it maybe it doesn't look bad to like daycare or other parents, but like I mentioned before, with I I would do the daycare routine by mm. with dropping off my kids. It just worked out uh, how I had to get to work in that time. So I would almost like play tag with my kids. Like I would chase them to get out of the car, and then I would run to the door and let them in, and, and it would be like this fun game. But when my wife had to do it, like, one day, they're like, what's this? Why aren't you running and trying to catch me? Like, <laughs> mom, what are come you on. doing? <laughs> so it's like setting up those things where you're not thinking, um, you know, who mm. else might be impacted by these little, uh, you know, dadisms. Dad decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And that really comes about when um, I'll sometimes be, like, throwing them around. Yes. And my wife will be like, then they'll ask, like, oh, like, throw me, throw me. And they're like, I can't. <laughs> I just can't do that, son. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, as a, as a dad, too, like, I'm particularly uh, awful at, uh, like, throwing really high, like, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, especially when, uh, I again, I wrestle with my kids all the time. I don't know why. I need you to expel my own energy. But uh, yeah. when they want to 
wrestle my wife. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? I mean, what's really wonderful about that, though, is that uh, you do that because you're a great dad. Right. I think so. And I would almost say you could have won Gamey Dad Victory of the Week, except you're on the show, oh, so on. you can't. But fortunately, we have a great Gamey Dad Victory of the Week, and we are excited to get into it. Gaming Dad Victory of the Week. Each week, we feature an exceptional gaming dad, and often their kids, who are doing fatherhood and gaming so well. So, this week's Gaming Dad Victory of the Week was submitted to us on Twitter by Gaming Dad Tori. Tori, thank you so much for reaching out, and this story is absolutely fantastic. Jeff, why don't you quickly describe the photo that uh, Tori sent in to us. So the, the photo has, as any dad would be, on the couch with the gaming controller in his lap, ready to go and to game. And then his little son is hanging out on his back <laughs> in the best costume ever, Spider-Man, playing his Switch. So he's there with his dad, both gaming together. And it looks amazing. So such a well-captured gaming moment, and the fact that they can do that together—the yeah. costume, the switch, and the kids like looking right at the camera as he takes this photo, as if to say, "Like I know what's up." <laughs> but uh, let's, let's describe it in Tori's own words. Right after the beginning of the year, my three-year-old discovered Minecraft via ten-year-old daughter and her switch. Well, as it goes, they've been fighting over who gets to play when. Me, being the gaming dad and attempting to problem solve, went out to Best Buy and picked up a second copy of Minecraft for my Switch for my son. Great gaming dad move. Yes. <laughs> Divide and conquer. Perfect. Well, he has dived in deep, asking how to do this or that. Unfortunately, me not knowing much of all other than the basics of Minecraft, always refer to my 10-year-old, which luckily has happily helped on many occasions. So we have a gaming kid helping another yeah. gaming kid, too. That's a good connection. That is amazing. Yeah. Continues, now my son talks in his sleep about zombies, endermen, and creepers. Should I be concerned? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, not in nightmare form, though. He happily sits on my back or next to me while I play, stream, Call of Duty Warzone, Black Ops, or some single-player game. While we are playing different games, occasionally he'll ask for a turn on the PS4, I feel like this is part of our bonding time. Do y'all have a specific game that y'all bond over with your kids? Have they talked in their sleep about them? Keep up the great work, Tori. Yes. Man, absolutely amazing. So I do want to get into some of the stories, but first I do want to give some call-outs to Tori. Now, as if that isn't enough of a gaming dad win, Tori also puts his streaming and his gaming time towards a great cause. So specifically, we're talking about Extra Life, with this, you can kind of put your gaming time towards a donation, towards a charity of your choice. So you're gaming for a cause. You're gaming for a reason. So if you do find Tori, that's T-O-R-E-Y-D-E-I-K-E. -E -E, and we'll put all the links in our show. He's currently running a donation here on Extra Life. This is for the Children's Hospital of San Antonio. Amazing cause. Like uh, mm -hmm. if you've ever had a little one who's had to go to a hospital these children's hospitals are an absolute lifeline. Amazing cause. So much so, Us New Dad Gaming has donated $50 to his cause. Uh, he is got an ambitious goal, and if you would like to support it, I think that'd be wonderful to do so. And amazing on him mm -hmm. as a gaming dad to kind of use his hobby to promote a charity and do something for good. I think Gaming Dad Victory of the Week, maybe we move it to Gaming Dad Victory of the Year. Maybe we have a year-end. <laughs> 
yeah. I think that might be it because, yeah, and, and possibly some other donations. But as I said, we uh, we are ecstatic to be able to donate to a great cause, and we wish them all the best in continuing to do that. So thank you so much. That is wonderful. Yeah. Um, otherwise, if you do want to find him, look up Tory D, T-O-R-E-Y-D, on YouTube where he's been streaming much of his games. He's also on Twitch too. I think you can find the channel. Uh, his Twitter is at shifty25 that's s-h-i-f-f-t-y 25 great content all around gaming dad charity giver uh game backpack sitter with his son <laughs> i was about to say yeah he's <laughs> his own he's got his own little backpack his living backpack there giving him hints and, and the tips. best type a backpack that plays games yeah what else could you want yeah now the uh, to hit some of the stories then the have your Besides some games that you've bonded with your kids, we've covered a couple. Yep. Um, but have you, if you do want to mention that again in the context of the story, uh, have they also then transferred that into dreams, either ones that they've had or that they speak out that you've noticed? See, my my kids. Oh, okay. So when they <laughs> when they when they go to sleep, they get really excited and they have to come down and tell me what they're going to do next in the game. So it's not really about much about. <laughs> mentioning things in their dreams and speaking out loud they need to tell me so we've had a few instances of that where currently we're playing subnautica and they need to know hey we need to go with this material because we need to build this base so they get really excited at night they have to run down after bedtime when they're not supposed to to tell <laughs> yeah, of course me. so i'm not sure about you but that's that's my experience that's what i'm going through right now so i can relate to tori yeah so my, mine's so far he hasn't yelled it out during sleep but what he does he does come to me and i'm trying to parse this and if any other gaming dad has a uh, <laughs> insight in how this actually works let me know but he would come to me in the morning is like i had a dream and in my dream we were <laughs> in the game and then we went over here and we beat this so <laughs> yeah and there's always this story about how we play a game and then something happens right so and it's like okay is that wishful thinking <laughs> yeah exactly is this like you just woke up and then you decided to try to play me right and say like, hey, I had this dream where we played this game. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> we should totally play. <laughs> but it certainly seems to be a theme that um, with if they are really enjoying game and those that bonding time, it seems to seep into sleep time. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. It's it's the, it's a big part of their day, and then they just take that into their little little dream world. So. <laughs> <laughs> off they go. Good to have. thank you so much for saying this in tori and for having the ultimate gaming buddy backpack <laughs> and for playing for an amazing cause as you do tori has won this week's gaming dad victory of the week congratulations if you would like to be nominated or know somebody else deserving please get a hold of us at our website newdadgaming.com love it such a great story <laughs> now the speaking of kids Playing with one another, uh, I mine had a somewhat similar story as far as kind of cooperative play or helping one another. Okay. Although I'll say it's one helping the other to enjoy himself, and I'm kind of curious if you've had something similar. Okay. So specifically, my older, my five-year-old, uh, we're still on that Lego Marvel Two grind. <laughs> you love it. That's it. That's your I, life now. I'm telling you, I, what has been very cathartic has been the completionist angle okay so for yeah. me now it's like okay we're gonna get every character <laughs> so to open this mission we gotta unlock uh noir spidey to get noir spidey we have to go do this mission you know what i mean so for me it's just like it is a list of tasks yeah, yeah. and he's he's down for it and we also i'll say this we from a couple episodes ago i talked about trying to teach my son savings 
uh, money and economy through the game. Right. Where it's like, okay, if we save everything, we can buy this code that allows us to get 10 times the money. Yes. Right. It was a fight. It didn't... (laughs) Didn't go down it well. took a lot of mistries where he bought a lot of bad characters, <laughs> <laughs> but we got there, and now all of a sudden, like money is flowing right, in. Yeah, so that that part has actually got much better. So we were able to buy these characters much easier. Perfect. As <laughs> as a side update to the previous economy <laughs> conversation we had two episodes back, I think. Now, uh, what was really heartwarming for me was that uh, I was doing some dishes. There, uh, he was playing his game before I could get around to it, and. In game, he is goofing. So he's like, uh-oh, here comes a skeleton. I don't think I'm going to do bleh. And then his character would explode. Yeah. And my youngest would just die laughing. He is just like falling over in stitches because that the thing his older brother's doing is the greatest thing yeah. he's ever seen. And and this goes on. The best part with kids is that they can kind of keep that same angle for quite a while. <laughs> and they're doing this for like 20 minutes. Oh, that's of just perfect. the same like slapstick stuff where he just like fell over laughing and it just felt like such an awesome gaming dad win to see them using this together to have this moment of levity together i don't, I don't know if you do you have a similar or if I, from what i want to understand from you is you had kind of a opposite yeah. one where they were being a bit more adversarial yeah in game completely opposite you know how your kids are just <laughs> you know here i'll make you laugh here's this performance i'll keep you entertained mom and dad won't have to get us involved it's all good. Yeah. No, my kids, they egg each other on specifically. <laughs> so in Minecraft, you can create anything, right? Anything in the world. Anything in your mm-hmm. little mind can go in oh, that no. virtual world. And instead of creating something, I don't know, like a big statue or a pyramid or a house to live together in this game, they make obstacle courses for each other and not obstacle courses that can be completed just ones that could kill them the quickest so they one up each other every single time on how they can make it more difficult and make the other one get upset and then we have to step in so okay okay so it's not even (laughs) okay wait 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 let me go through because even with mario maker which i think would almost be the comparison to this where it's you you before you can publish it you have to get through it first correct correct now these courses they're building, is it a total troll in that there's actually no way to do it and they're guaranteed to die? Or does it does it at least seem to be some gamemanship where it's, okay, you can beat it, but you're just not likely to? I think they're very good at giving the other one hope, knowing that there is no hope. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that, like, hey, it looks doable, but it's not. And they end up just making ridiculous, ridiculous courses, which is great. I love the creativity. But again, to try and like, you know, egg your brother on and, you know, make him get frustrated, not the best. So I would, I would trade a couple minutes with what you have (laughs) with what I have over here. So that's so choice. Cause like the thing, the effort it would go into just ruining the other's chances and then like the glee as they die. (laughs) Yeah. As, as, as they go through their twisted parts. Can, Can you walk me through? Like, what are you talking about when one of the courses... Did, can you recall any of them in particular? Oh, yeah. Through your dad-tired brain? Yeah. Like, what, what are we talking here as far as uh, uh, how maniacal it was? So we're talking, you know, usually an obstacle course is on the ground. These are mm-hmm. sky-high posts oh, that are like single blocks. So not only do you have to have, like, you know, precision to hop 
between all these posts up up high they they plant some as like um they have levers like pressure plates that mm-hmm. switch on and switch off other posts so you just fall oh to your God. death at random so you know how there's like a rhyme and reason and you can kind of figure out an obstacle course on how where it's kind of going to go this mm-hmm. is just like you need to die a lot to get through it and <laughs> they make it so difficult that like they create these things in like a floaty creative mode where they're hovering and building at the same time right so they're not testing it out at all <laughs> they, don't, they don't know that it works and they just like to make these little levers and pressure plates and traps i'm almost thinking you know like indiana jones with the, like the sights and the the balls rolling after them like stuff like that is just where this is uh, it's coming out in the video game world in minecraft with my kids they i don't know maybe i'll introduce them into you know that game dungeon keeper right. i think that would be right up their alley in a couple years they would be totally down for that maybe the old versions where it's not a dlc yeah nightmare hellscape yeah. but uh yeah. <laughs> crazy obstacle courses high up in the sky that i don't think are, i could never complete these let alone okay. them so i don't know so what is the scenario though with mario maker because I, I th- if i understood it you had it what did it just kind of was it not free enough in the sense of minecraft or was it too hard to just troll one another so they kind of lost interest i think it was too hard to troll one another because there's a lot more <laughs> in minecraft that you can do um right. in just terms of those traps the 3d space of it all they're really they're both really into it whereas mm. my youngest was into mario maker my oldest didn't really care for it so mm. he would kind of get into it but this they're both into it and they it's their life's mission right now to like go through and make the next you know it's like a ninja warrior course they just mm-hmm. make it impossible i kind of want to drill down on this a bit though because like uh minecraft in particular is such an amazing creative play space yeah right so are you fighting with yourself in some ways because du- there's a duality to it where your kids are using it as the ultimate tool to bother one another yeah and you don't want them fighting we can't deal with all this noise and arguments and how you're upsetting the house but at the same time you are doing it in the most creative yeah way possible and i'm not sure how to govern this so that you that, like have you tried to direct them into a different creative mean like how, how is this coming about because i what i mean what i feel when you're talking about this is i am so amazingly excited i would be so amazingly excited to see them being creative in this infinite creative space that is minecraft yeah it's kind of that I've wrestled with it for uh, a while because, like you said, it is very creative. And the things that they think up, I am blown away at what they've consumed through YouTube and applied in this game. And they, wow. they put their own spin on it. Even my youngest, like, he makes, like, instructional signs through these courses. So he's working on his spelling and reading wow. at the same time. I'm like, okay, you know, this is fantastic. They're having... <laughs> They're having all like all elements of what they should be learning are being poured into this thing. Yes, there's some arguments, so maybe we can kind of, you know, approach those. And I do talk to my oldest on, you know, like let your younger brother win a little bit. Where I think back <laughs> I think back and I never let my younger brother win. Like I never 
like I demolished him in whatever game that we were doing. So I was ruthless. So <laughs> I don't I don't know if we have to get the brother on just to verify this. He might we should. deny it. Phone a friend. Like call him in. Like get him on the line. Yeah, we might need him to like phone in a story. Yeah. record a story of like uh, how he remembers. Oh yeah, no. It's like what are you talk. I I never once lost to Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> He's the new get dad dad gaming now. Like just throw me out. As an aside, I think we stumbled on another. A feature it's like different memories because my brother could probably have <laughs> there's I, I, i'm thinking of at least two good stories of one it was when i threw an absolute fit because i lost at ea madden oh no and another where i continually erased his games in resident evil he got so upset oh my god yeah. that's that is brutal but that's that's a teaser for next like maybe next show i think we're gonna get some brother stories in i think there's a lot there <laughs> to go through not only just some therapy and trauma but uh <laughs> is this minecraft on pc or is it switches like what do you use to play uh just on the playstation so again i've okay. uh, i've been blessed with the ps5 so that's been a minecraft machine now um <laughs> the latest and greatest technologies to this. render the smallest blocks <laughs> yep in full 60 frames a second um but yeah he's playing against his brother on the ps4 down in the basement so i get to hear them start a voice chat so they can talk to each other and play this game and yell at each other through one level of the house. So God. when it gets to that point, we have to cool it a little bit. And I think they're starting to get wise to, hey, if we shut up a little bit, we can game mm. longer versus okay. getting us involved. But yes, I am very proud of their abilities to pick up this game and, and kind of run with it and figure it out. Um, especially my youngest. I am He's applied this through school. And I think I've talked about that before where... Mm -hmm. he's had school projects done in minecraft and he can do it and that's just interesting to me how gaming has evolved into i can do a school project in this world so i never had that opportunity so it's good to see but yeah arguments i would give a little bit to have your scenario over there you know mm. make me well, laugh brother this is great <laughs> I think you might be able to get there and especially if they really do get wise to the nicer we are the yeah. longer we play Sounds like it's smoothing. And I I think as gaming dads, that is a dream that you have these kids on these consoles and they're using every ounce of their creativity to create like fascinating things that you would never think about. Yeah. Like that is, I, I cannot wait to get there. So it sounds, it sounds like this is a Freaky Friday scenario where <laughs> we got to switch into each other's shoes yeah, for a little while. Absolutely. We should try to. <laughs> but with that, I think we will wrap it up there for the week. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. Do you have a Minecraft scenario in your house? Do you have a example of your kids playing together? Uh, would love to hear from you. Uh, big thanks again to Tori, who submitted the Gaming Dad Victory of the Week to us through Twitter. I would highly suggest you do the same. We would love to get your story up here on the podcast, reach out to you. Um, so if you'd like to get a hold of us for any of that or more, you can find us at our website, newdadgaming.com. You can find us at Twitter and Instagram at newdadgaming. Would love to hear from you, uh, produce anything for the show, or just share your stories as we go. If you like the podcast, you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major podcasting networks. You can find us there. Just search for New Dad Gaming. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week. My name is Trevor, and I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 10-year-old and a eight-year-old, and I have to go play some obstacle courses in Minecraft to see if they're beatable. So, yeah. <laughs> Not sure if it would be. <laughs> <laughs>
So we'd introduced a couple weeks ago the new catchphrase. Do you remember it, uh, Jeff? Oh, yes, yes. When you become a dad, it doesn't... No, hold on. <laughs> so initially just I was because... going... Hold on. Just hold on. I was initially going to edit that in the final cut no, you very should. smoothly. Absolutely. I am no it. longer going to. No, absolutely keep it. No. Do you, just do you remember? Just because it? you came... No. Okay. Just because you became a dad... Doesn't mean it's game over. There you go. I got it. It's new, so we're going to get it down. Old six take Jeff. <laughs> Add it again. <laughs>